Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. And today, we are going to cover the top mistakes we made, or we feel like we made, in the first 10 years of our careers. So last week, if you tuned in, we talked about top things that we're glad we did, and it wouldn't be right or complete if we just left on the rose-colored glasses. So today, we're going to take you into the mucky muck and also reflect on the mistakes that we made, too. Yeah. Can I start by saying, I, and maybe you can say the same thing, I don't want to speak for you, Shannon, but yeah. I don't regret any of these. And without them, I don't think I would be who I am or where I am. Yes, I completely agree with that. Regret is not a word that I use very often. Well, and look, we didn't even use it in the title. We called it mistakes. They're not yeah. mistakes. They're they're mistakes. They're not regrets. No, they're mistakes. So these are more to help you learn from us and appreciate your mistakes rather than things that we would go back and change. It's so funny because when you, I, I really like time, the idea of time travel. Um, not that I think I would want to actually, I think I would, sorry. I think I would really want to time travel. Like, I'm obsessed with Back to the Future. I would want to time travel because it'd be cool to, like, see your parents and, like, understand oh, if they yeah. would beat you up. Or, like, if... <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Like, you don't know, like, oh, wouldn't it be weird? And then you go back and then, like, your mom's a bully or something. Like, that'd be f- weird. So, I really like the idea of time travel. I- I'm very terrified of the idea of making a small change in your own life and seeing how it floats out. Mm. There's a movie that my wife loves uh, about time. And it's like about, it's about that. Like he makes very minor changes, but then it like changes his trajectory. Yeah. So the idea of actually going back and changing something terrifies me. The idea of time travel is something I'm very excited for and am hopeful for. So at first, when you started that sentence, I thought you were going to say something like, I really enjoy time traveling. And I was going to say, like, it sounds like we have a whole nother episode (laughs) to unpack. How the hell, Robbie? does time travel but he just enjoys the idea of time traveling thanks for clarifying i mean if i do figure it out it will be on a previous episode (laughs) okay um you want to go first shannon what's your first mistake you want to talk about yeah my first mistake is really trying to appear confident at all costs like i really pursued confidence and i recently spoke at uh like a young alumni event at a college And I asked everybody in the audience, like, raise your hand if you want to be more confident right now. And everybody in the audience raised their hands. And I just think that's like, hindsight's 20-20. I just think that was such a mistake that I made now looking back. Because I think trying to appear confident is actually what created a lot of imposter syndrome feelings in me. Because in essence, I really was faking it. (laughs) Right? Like, I really didn't feel as confident as I felt like I had to be at some times. And if we think about it, like how much I remember vividly times in my career where people say that trite phrase of like, fake it till you make it, right? I wish I would have pursued experimentation and self-compassion instead. I think these are the two things that actually have created real confidence in me where I really don't feel any sort of sense of imposter syndrome in myself anymore. But I had such deep imposter syndrome for so long because I was just like trying to appear confident, but I wasn't really ever focusing on the things that actually built real confidence. I understand that. Um, Mine is very similar to that. But what I want to double down on here is to appear confident, you also like did a lot of the work 
to know what was going on, right? Yeah. Okay. But you never got feedback that you were too confident. No. Which I got a lot well, at the beginning of my career. I think there was one time at the end of Target where I remember my boss sitting me down and being like, hey, maybe you don't have to act like a bitch all the time when we do something that you disagree with. <laughs> so maybe that was like subtle feedback that you're a little bit too confident that you're right and everyone else is wrong. So I, I will say my mistake is the same one, right? Like the first... Because because I was not the typical background for the roles that we had at Target, I think I had I had to, for my own edification, like feel like I knew what was going on all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't back it up the way that you did with tons of work, <laughs> which is why the feedback I kept getting was, you are way too confident all the time, Rami. Everyone thinks you're too confident, which is really humbling yeah unless your ego is humongous like mine was and was just like oh these people are dumb i would have used a different word to describe you i perceived you as optimistic like you were just like an eternal optimist was my take at target of like you just like yeah sure it's all gonna work out and and it would be like no but what if it doesn't like maybe we should have a plan if it doesn't all that to say if you i know imposter syndrome is a buzzword that gets thrown around a lot if you feel like that's something that you're struggling with and you want to go deeper in episode 57, we cover that more. So if you want to take that further, go check out episode 57. Rami, what is a mistake that you're reflecting on in this conversation? Now I'm just reflecting about how I was too confident. Um, <laughs> We've talked about this before. Do we need, do we need to have more conversation to resolve this within no. your little soul? So what's okay. So what's really weird is I will, I will leverage that into my next mistake, which is, I swung from being too confident to not exuding enough confidence. So the feedback that I'd gotten for the roles after that, not the next one, but the ones after that were that I was very humble and that it wasn't Mm -hmm. taking enough credit for things. And so I think just watch how you, for me, it was watch how much you swing when you get feedback Mm -hmm. and don't let it like shake you to your core. Don't let you be, how am I going to get the word in here? Shooketh uh, based off of feedback. So like, I think my mistake is, is getting the feedback and then swinging too far where like part of that is essentially what makes me a good employee, like having some yeah. amount of comp- uh, confidence and optimism. Yes. And then losing that to become humble takes a lot of that away and doesn't let me be a leader in the same way that I would want to be. Uh, so I think that's a big mistake is is letting that kind of swing me too far to be, uh, I guess, very humble is what people keep referring to me as. Yeah, I love that. And I think, let's just keep keep talking about confidence for just a little while longer. What an interesting thing. Maybe this whole episode's going to need to be retitled. I think too, like, I don't think either one of us is saying like, so don't be confident or whatever. No, you should be. Maybe think about that as, like, the end goal. Sometimes I think we get the order of operations wrong and we think, like, oh, confidence plus something else equals, like, success. And maybe, like, rewrite the equation to think, like, what are the two things that actually would create real confidence in you versus just, like, faking it all the time? Okay, let's move on. (laughs) So I just want to swing everybody back to episode, I don't know what episode it is, but rethinking. Because I think that's the one that allows you to have uh opinions but not to 
to hold them strongly, right? Like be willing to be willing to let these types of things be opinions and let them be changeable. Yeah, that's episode 109, folks. Go check out 109. Okay, so my my very tactical mistake is that I wish I had learned more Excel early on. Oh, I second that motion. <laughs> I- if you're going to be working in numbers, learn Excel, watch some YouTube videos, tinker around in it, learn basic things, really understand things like VLOOKUPs, um, and maybe even figure out how to do some macros because all of that will save you time. But just get a like four-hour Excel course learn all the basics and you will be so much further ahead and you will save yourself so much freaking time. Yes. 1000% triple double down. And think about this perspective here. We've worked at big companies. Rami's worked at a lot of scrappy startups. I'm an entrepreneur. I have used Excel in all of those environments. (laughs) Like give yourself a a real efficiency bonus. Totally second, third, 100 that motion. (laughs) It reminds me of that scene in the office where Michael Scott is like, talking to the guy and he's got the numbers pulled up in excel and he's like yeah you're gonna like the company's gonna go under he's like can you rerun the numbers and he just like i don't even know that he pushes anything but he pushes like a button it doesn't do anything he's like yeah i reran them (laughs) they're still bad yes it's excel's handy okay my next reflection piece man i feel like i have all the like ethereal or just like really up in the sky mine are like this black and white specific thing (laughs) Learn how to write the word receive. It's confusing. The E comes before the I. I don't know why. It's very confusing. Uh, Okay, so (laughs) my next find the sky one is uh, I got tunnel vision about my career. I don't. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, this shouldn't be shocking to you. I think I've shared before. I was a recovering workaholic. I really did not stay grounded in things outside of work, right? I got really caught up in like what I refer to as like a a selfie world. If you are privileged enough to like, you know, live in our country in this day and age, like, yeah, you can become really selfish real fast and your career can really encourage that in you. And I think ultimately that cost me such a huge sense of like wellness because I wasn't a well-rounded human anymore, right? I lost mm-hmm. sight of other things that were important to me, like my family or my friends or like social justice issues that I really cared about. And when I burned out so hard, which I know we've talked about before in different episodes, I really had to take a lot of time to rediscover and recover like who I was because I had gotten so tunnel visioned in the first 10 years of my career. So yeah, maybe consider... Check it in with that if you resonate with that and feel like your career is your life. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it's just like have more things so that when that changes, it doesn't like destroy you. Yes, exactly. Well said. Rami, what's your next tip? Again, super tactical. Uh, I wish I would have leveraged my network more when trying to figure out the next thing. I think what I find every time... I'm looking, someone else I know is looking, is as soon as you open yourself up to your network and start asking people, people want to help you find a job. Yes. People love helping you find a job. You have to let them know that you want to find a job and what type of job. And then as soon as you do, everybody basically becomes a recruiter or connects you to recruiters and they will help you find that thing. And I wish I would have done more of that because I think I would have expanded my network very, very fast. 
Because when you open yourself up to it and then you start asking people like, hey, I'm looking for a job. I want to do this. They go, oh, cool. Let me put you in touch with this person and this person. You talk to those people and they go, oh, let me put you in touch with this person and this person. And you quickly get this huge network of all these new things that at least you have one connection to. So that in the future, when someone else goes, hey, I want to talk to someone at this place, you go, hey, I know someone. I talked to them once. Let me connect you with them. Yep. I love that. And I totally agree with that. And I like the balance of tactical pieces in this episode. I failed to network outside of the company that I was in at Target, right? I just got total tunnel vision on Target. And it was tougher for me to imagine like ever doing something different, like not even finding a different job, but just like, I don't know, exposing yourself to people who do different shit in different industries is maybe Mm -hmm. a good thing for like you to be a well-rounded person. So I love that one, Robbie. Okay, my my final, final, my final mistake that I feel like talking about on this episode was that (laughs) I had total shit boundaries, you guys. I had such poor boundaries in the first 10 years of my career. I felt like it was my job to rescue and save everyone from everything all the time. And I wish I wouldn't have done that. I remember one of my bosses, I've probably said this before, telling me, Shannon, stop trying to boil the ocean. (laughs) Because that was kind of the mindset that I walked into like everything with every day of like, yeah, let's fix it all right fucking now. You're going to have to put explicit on this episode. Uh, so I wish I wouldn't have done that. And if you resonate with that and like you feel like you might be falling into that mistake pattern, go check out episode 71, all about how to have better work-related boundaries, and maybe check out episode 83 on the drama triangle and how you can repattern yourself to maybe not be rescuing people all the time from all the things. <laughs> yes, I love that. So let me, let me see if I can do a recap here. A lot about confidence. I don't think... There's, there's always a right balance for the amount of confidence to exude. Um, and so if it's, if it's being driven by imposter syndrome, swing back to episode 57. If it's other things, then just try and figure out how to find the right balance of that. Learn Excel. If you're going to ever use Excel, get a lot of training in Excel because the, it'll pay dividends. Work on not getting too much tunnel vision when thinking about your career. It's not a bad thing to have drive and goals, yes. but it is a bad thing when one thing doesn't happen the way that you expect, and then it destroys you. Leveraging your network more, and especially uh, within your company and outside, because people have friends that don't work with them. They will connect you to those friends, and then you'll slowly get a bigger and bigger network. So work on building out your network, and then uh, have good boundaries, and try not to boil the ocean. So we'd love to hear from you guys of the top mistakes you made in your career. Uh, so please hit us up on at Instagram at Workplace Hugs. Yeah, let us and know we, we're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope everyone else has also made mistakes. We'd like to hear. And just be comforted by the fact that other people have mistakes. Yes. With that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Rami. And this has been Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs.